0: all right what's up everybody this is zach and you're listening to the dino developer show with javascript and typescript you can write server-side code and on this show i talk about utilizing your javascript or typescript skills so you can do back-end development in the new runtime dino on this episode i'll be covering getting the lay of dino land getting dino installed setting it up with VS code, its extension, finding third-party modules, using TypeScript in Dino and configuring it. Can I still use specific node modules in Dino and more? All right, so first things first, uh, whenever you have time, obviously not while you're driving, please don't do that, uh, head over to Dino.land. And this is where the documentation and third party modules specifically for Dino and API docs, et cetera, et cetera, live for Dino. So go to Dino.land and Dino is a single binary executable. Um so they have made it super simple to install, thankfully. Um just Hit the if you're on the website, you just go and click on the blue button in the middle of the page. Uh, It's pretty clear. And whether you're on Mac OS, Linux, Windows, whatever, um, they have all the different options for you uh, depending on your operating system and what kind of setup you got going on. Okay, so uh, for this episode, I'll be talking about VS Code users. Um, however, Dino does have documentation on how to get set up with other IDEs. If that's, if you're using something else, totally cool, Vim, Emacs, etc. Um, but yeah, let's dive in. So you can install the Dino extension that the Dino team made themselves, uh, for VS code, just as you usually would. Uh, there's the extensions marketplace and just type in Dino and you should find it. It's by, I think it says Dino Land is the creator. Now, the Dino team understands that you might this might not be the only way that you are trying to run JavaScript or Typescript projects. So there is some uh, setup uh, around this. So uh, go ahead, install it, whenever you've done that. Uh, you're going to um, run a command. You're gonna to have to run a command which is Dino initialize workplace configuration. And then uh, you go into the settings and you have to click Dino uh, enable. Make sure that's true, okay? Um, again, all of this is, they are pretty decent at documentation. If you just go to uh, that extension for VS Code, it's right there. It explains it all, um, along with just making sure that you're you know, pointing to the right path for all of this. And what does this extension actually do? Um, it acts as a linter for Dino, a formatter. Um, auto-completion for uh, imports, and a bunch of other stuff. Um, Honestly, I found it pretty helpful whenever writing a Deno application. And the cool part is that they've actually made uh, their linter and their formatter faster, much faster than ESLint and Prettier, which is really cool. Uh, And that's all thanks to them writing this all in Rust. So yeah, thank you, Rust and the Dino team. Now you can write, if you've downloaded Dino and you got this up and running in your IDE, you can start writing some JavaScript and or TypeScript code uh, with Dino. So nice, you're off to the races. Next, I kinda wanna look at, I think a lot of people will be interested in the standard library. So if, <laughs> if you're not familiar with what a standard library is, just in case, um, you know, especially for somebody that's coming over from front end and only really knows uh, JavaScript um, and only has done frameworks and stuff like that and you're curious about Dino, um, a lot of other languages have a standard library and this makes things a little bit easier to... Um, Not focus so much on the lower level details, but make sure that you're focusing more on the application logic and stuff like that. So this is found right on their website. They made it pretty clear up in the main navigation, but just in case it's dino.land forward slash std. It's really nice. I think it's just like um, the project was originally done with Go instead of Rust. And even though they are no longer using Go, the standard library is actually heavily influenced by Go because it's so good in Go. Next, uh, let's talk about third-party modules. So uh, if you head again over to dino.land, you'll see third-party modules up in the main navigation. You'll see that Uh, They use a URL, which is dino.land forward slash X. And this is actually a hosting service for Dino scripts. It caches releases of open source modules stored on GitHub and serves them. Okay, If you're looking for an HTTP framework or some other module like, uh, say, JSON Web Tokens, um, you'll find it here. OK, um, it's pretty nice. It has like a star system sort of to see what other people like, etc. cetera. Uh, it's yeah, it's pretty nice. Um, and also, if you want to publish your own module, Dino offers instructions on how to do that. They have a couple of buttons throughout the page that will help you step through that process. All right. Now I think uh, a natural progression, or maybe I should have just did this before, I don't know, is obviously the Dino API. So the the API gives you, or the documentation gives you all the information you need to know about uh, Dino namespaces, classes, enums, vars, etc. Okay, um, I definitely recommend whether you're somebody that just wants to jump in and just start playing with it or whatever, I'm that way, I want to learn a little bit just to know where it is and then just off to the races. And as I need to figure out stuff, I, uh, go back and look at it. But if you want to sit down and read some of it, then it's there. Um, or if you get blocked, you know, then you'll know where to go. Okay. So, uh, I think it's also important, you know, since this is a JavaScript and TypeScript, Runtime. Uh, let's talk about some things that are specific to TypeScript, okay? Especially for all the TypeScript fans out there. Uh, so yes, Dino does treat job. Uh, excuse me, TypeScript as Dino's, as they mention, a first-class language on their website, um, and you can write and import TS modules just with the Dino CLI. Many use TypeScript for its type checking. It's going to handle it in two major ways. Uh, First option, Dino can type check the TypeScript for you. Or two, you can skip the checking with a flag when running um, dash dash no dash check for uh, whenever you run that whenever you run your app. Now, um, if you're a TypeScript user, you probably know that TypeScript comes with the ability to, well, it has a lot that you can configure, right? And as Dino mentions, the Dino team mentions on their, on Dino.land, they kind of configured TypeScript in a way for it to just work. Uh, They just literally just, quote, just work. <laughs> so um, if they went through and did all of those configurations um, and everything like that, it's understandable that that could potentially be a nightmare. However, you know, if you do want to configure something, they have allowed you to add a config file. Um, be warned, it is not automatic. Um, you do have to provide a flag and a path in order for to uh do the config file, um, but the options there for you, which is nice. Um, and if you were wondering, which I was, uh, can you mix JavaScript and TypeScript? And the answer is yes. Uh, now Dino will evaluate the JavaScript to see how it might impact the TypeScript types And then the type checker will do its best to figure out the types imported into TypeScript. Getting more a lay of the uh, Dino land here is testing. So if you're curious about testing, Dino was inspired by others. I think primarily Go. Um, I don't know if Go has, kind of curious now, if Go has uh, something built in for testing or not, but uh, Dino does, which is nice. Uh, I won't go into too much depth here, um, just because I plan to have a future episode on this. Uh, but if you can't wait and you're just very excited about what they have to offer for testing, um, go again. Go check out their website. It has a ton of information uh, on on it. So, uh, despite Dino being Past v1, um, there is obviously progress still to be made. Uh, Well, it's software, so yeah, Um, and you know, certain features obviously are just not ready for prod yet. So, um, what you can do if you really do want to use that particular feature of Dino, however, you can run probably guessed it, is another flag whenever you go to run your project, Uh, and that's dash dash unstable. Okay, and the last major thing uh, that I think other people would be curious about is, can I use node modules? Uh, The short answer is yes, Now, this is not something I've done yet. Personally, uh, I plan to do it in a future project, but I have not done this yet. Uh, I've stayed away from it, from doing this, um, just for right now to like avoid complications. Um, I just, I just personally, I'm very interested in Dino itself, not, you know, Hey, can I use an old thing to do a new thing? Uh, you know into the new thing, but I can see why some people would want to bring in something old because they're familiar with it or just really works really well. Why why change something whenever it's not broken, right? So according to the docs, uh, they say that the good news is that in many cases, it just works whenever you're trying to uh, bring a module into Dino. Now in V1.15, Dino provides node compatibility mode that makes it possible to run node things in Dino. Dino is currently at V1.19, I believe. So just download the newest version or as long as you're up to... 1.15, you're good. You're good to go. Uh, No worries or shouldn't be any worries. There are some things you still can't do though. And some probably will never be able to do just because of design um, and requirements around the, they're just two different systems. So there are certain things that just might not be compatible ever, Uh, However, it seems possible that a number of things are still able to be done. As far as actually using the modules, you will need uh, to run um, with the compat and unstable flags. And in the case of using common JS modules, you'll need to use the allow read flag. The most notable thing about this without going completely down the rabbit hole, again, I want to have a separate episode on this, but the last thing is it's not supporting um, TypeScript, TypeScript is not supported in compat mode, just so you're aware. And to wrap this up for getting a lay of HinoLand, you know, Uh, I really encourage you to, if you have a Twitter account, then definitely give them a follow on Twitter. They announce all of their releases and any major news um, about companies adopting the technology and stuff like that. So it's really cool. Uh, They're very friendly. Uh, The other thing is I believe they have a Discord. Uh, Definitely check that out. I believe... I'm not really active with Discord, but I think I'm in it. Uh, So uh, maybe I should be a little bit more active in that. Um, Go definitely check that out if you like, uh, if you want to be a part of the community. Uh, And by no means was this a comprehensive guide of getting uh, set up with Dino. There are plenty of other things that you probably have questions about. Again, I plan to have uh, separate episodes to dive into each individual topic at more depth, Uh, but this just gives you an idea of the different things available in Dino and what maybe you can do answering some of those questions, where things live and stuff like that without trying to go down the the YouTube rabbit hole or searching 100 blogs. This concludes this episode of the Dino Developer Show. Thank you so much for listening. Music is done by Audionautics.com. My name is Zach, and I will catch you next time.